reload it again. Back in the saddle. It's season nine. Aaron, it's episode three. Yes, it is. We put three back to back. We did this. It's not May 30th, like I have written down. It's not the last day of the month. Uh, it's not even close. It's only the 24th. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. We'll round up. Yeah. Let's, let's call it the 1st of June. Sorry about that. That's all right. So, but it is 2018, and it's the Soybean Pest Podcast. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Matt. Are you ready? So ready. Oh, my gosh. Do we have a lot to talk about today? Mm, I don't know. Fair to Midland. Okay. Why don't we, uh, let's do an update. Okay. Pest activity. Okay. I gotta, before you do it, I just want to say, I do have a... Um, a fun insect trivia. Okay. I do. All right. Do carry gonna, on. Are we yeah. going to do it now? Or? No, 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 oh, no. So save, so save it for that's later. A, that's what they call in the biz a teaser. Yes. I, I just teased it. Um, to be even more of a tease, oh. Zer, um, you're moved in to ATRB. Yes. So I'm you're here. right next to me. We share an office well now for the next 10 plus years probably. Oh. Or so according great. to my TEI craft, another 17 years. <laughs> Come on, stocks. Put it on red. <laughs> so we're very, very close to each other now uh, with our offices, and we have a joint pod lab situation. I'm sorry, they're not going to get us for copyright infringement no. when I sing this song. No. So that's a good thing. So you're in the unpacking stage. Which I will remain in for the next 10 years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah it's coming along. A beautiful building, I must say. This is really nice. Vast improvement over the insectary. Temperature controlled. Oh, oh. so nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No uh, mold growing on the walls. So far, no black mold. Yeah. Um, seems like everybody likes it so far. Yeah. Students ran. Greg Van Ostran has been a huge help, along with Jessica Hohenstein getting us moved in. Students have all been good about making the adjustment yep so yeah it's good yeah and field work is oh my gosh up and running we're almost done putting in our plots yeah how about you um yeah i think uh we're a little bit delayed on one uh but we're not outside the planting window for soybeans in iowa I, i know we've caught up mostly for corn yeah. Um, and we're catching up for beans. I heard an estimate that uh, I think it was central Iowa is on par for last year. So, okay. yeah, we're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Assuming things don't get super duper wet in the next couple of weeks, I think we'll be, we should be where we were at last year. Yeah, we're catching up on those degree days. Yeah, it, uh, you pointed out last time April, coldest April on record. Well, since like 1907. Yeah, I mean, since they really started tracking it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, oh, my God, it's 80-plus uh, today. It's going to be in the 90s over the weekend. Things are getting warm, and it's things warm. are getting active. I mean, there's just a ton of insect activity going on. Yeah. Had, uh, had my experience, uh, first swarm of black flies around my head last night, and one of the graduate students asked if we could get veils as they go out in the field for... Black flies, no seams, mosquitoes. Yeah, I don't know if you follow Laura Jessie Isles on Twitter. No, which is But uh, she said there's a kind of this huge flush of these biting flies coming out right now, and people are complaining about them, just trying to get some yard work done or doing bicycling around town, around the high trestle trail. Oh, yeah. And so just 
these, I mean, they're, they're really aggressive right now, but she said um, it might be another week or so, mm-hmm. and then it'll calm down. So the, the biting flies in combination with mosquitoes, which I noticed for the first time this week. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It, it seems like a perfect combination of moisture. We had good rain. Are we still in a drought in the southern yep. third of the state? Mm-hmm. Um, too bad for them, but we've gotten pretty good moisture, rain every three or four days, standing water, and then the heat. Yep. And it's like the oven was on and nature baked us a big fly cake. <laughs> Those black flies are very aggressive, especially at your face. Any other pest activity to talk about? Yeah, well, um, I just have a few things. I don't know if you've heard about the big show. The big show. On the radio, yeah. iHeartRadio. Um, Were you on it? I was on it yesterday. <sighs> and apparently they... Did you take calls? Uh, they, they calls? No, they cut some clips out of what I said, and then they replayed them the rest oh. of the day. So people are like, Aaron, heard you on the radio. Oh. And I'm like, oh, gosh, because they give you about two minutes. So uh-huh. I just kind of word vomit for about two minutes, and I don't really remember what I said. But I was talking, they asked me a lot of questions about that soybean beetle that's out there. And I was like, soybean beetle. Yeah, that's what they called it. And so um, they meant bean leaf beetle, um, which I think they confused with Japanese beetle. So for about two minutes, I was trying to distinguish between (laughs) bean leaf beetle, Japanese beetle, and their similarities and differences. But yes, I have heard and seen bean leaf beetle attacking early vegetative soybean in central Iowa, especially at Field, you know, the demo lab between yeah, Ames, and yeah. Boone, Ames and Boone. Pretty. They got hit hard? Well, uh, they're just noticing it. I okay. mean, it's all relative, right? I mean, to see some defoliation on small plants, people tend to over-exaggerate the amount of defoliation that's actually going on. And when it comes to soybean, I don't get as excited um, as I would maybe with corn cutting or something like that so there's some holes and irregular notching and things like that but i think the beans will quickly outgrow up but central iowa and then some of the more southern counties and i'm guessing really because that's where the beans are out of the ground like a lot of the beans in the northern counties haven't either been planted yet or haven't germinated yet. and the first step out is always most at risk for noticeable spring early summer is this we're still spring right technically yeah yeah so they're most at risk for that uh, first flush of the adults that are coming out and they're hungry. They just want so hungry. to eat. Yeah, and you know, I wouldn't normally think of uh, populations high enough or the defoliation high enough that you'd want to take action unless you happen to be in like food grade beans or something yeah. like that where the quality really matters. But you just, you know, talked about the warm weather. I think the beans are going to really yeah. push through that this weekend. And if those are treated, seed treated. I mean, they, they have to have... take a bite, right? In order yeah. to take yeah, in the neonics. That's so. a good point. I mean, you they're not going to be... It's not a repellent. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Wow. Look at Talking science. Mm-hmm. So um, just no, noticing that, hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And then if we talk about the other crop, corn, just hearing <laughs> about some of the uh, pinhole or shot hole feeding that's going on in early vegetative corn, I assume from either black cutworm or some kind of army worm. Bill bug? Uh, maybe. That, I remember reading about that in textbooks when I was growing up academically mm-hmm. bill bug damage to corn mm-hmm. that it's a weevil and it yeah. does that kind of shot hole but it's just one hole that it tunnels through i've never seen the actual bill bug oh. but i've heard of its damage i think i've even seen it what looked like it could have been its damage but yeah i don't and there's a golden bill bug that's there's lots of bill bugs in yeah, the world well, yeah. weevils yeah most uh speciose group of beetles of animals of an- yeah. Yeah. animals yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So some caterpillar feeding. This um, is the thing that this is the kind of information our listener wants to hear. Yes. Let's talk about taxonomy. Yeah. Woo woo. <laughs> That's our other podcast, Taxonomy <laughs> Today, with Aaron and Matt. I would be course, really bad at that podcast. It's a very short podcast. Let's talk about Latin names. Ugh. <laughs> Watch Matt struggle to pronounce something in Latin. Yeah, and I think since we last met, we had a, a nice blog and an ICM News article put out by our co-advised graduate student, Ashley Dean. So she's talking about... Very black cutworm activity and true armyworm activity in the state. So that's been nice. You can check out those things on our ICM website. Did I hear you say, uh, maybe it was at a previous podcast or lab meeting, three-quarters of a million acres of cover crops in the state? No, I think it's more like 750. Not or like 700. Of a three, what did you say? Three-quarters of a million? Yeah. 750,000? Yes, that's right. I, was trying I think to, you said a quarter. Oh, did I say it? Well, we can check it. Yeah. It's been recorded for all time. Yeah. Like but anyway, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So are those acres, do you get any reports of them being most at risk for these migrating leps that are? That is my perception that they would be the highest at risk. Um, they haven't been backed up by by the crop consultants, field okay. agronomists so far. But um, yes, I would. if I was a scout, that's where I'd go first to look for those caterpillars. And that's a huge increase historically over the last 10 years. Oh, it's it's like exponential growth in Iowa compared to 10 years ago. Uh, we could ask Sarah Carlson at PFI, but I think she in part helps track that yeah. for, the, for the state. But, yeah, it's exponential. Amazing. Uh, anything else? Those are certainly the big ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are we ready for some trivia? So ready. Some might argue that everything that I talk about is trivial but trivial yeah trivial oh. but this is this you is are full of a lot of information um that's generous of you to call it information um so this is this is the uh venn diagram of pop music because you know i like pop music and me too insects mm. and a second that emotion <laughs> stop it i'm trying to Mm, sorry, continue. So, uh, pop, uh, this, this insect trivia is the overlap between pop music and insects, mm-hmm. specifically a seasonal insect, all right? Okay. Um, so, 1990, mm-hmm. put your head back to 1990, mm. get back in that spot. Oh, boy. Uh, this was number one in Australia. I think it charted out at number nine in the U.S. for the year. This was the fifth album by a band who was coming back from the loss of their guitarist. They were a quartet now that era. Quartet. Yeah. That's four. Yeah, no, they're now a quartet after they lost their guitarist. Uh, They got back in the studio. They put together this album. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, And it's. It, it, it produced uh, several songs that you heard on the radio, uh, one of which had a really moving video that was the first recorded um, video, to whatever, public appearance of RuPaul. All right. Okay. I'm wondering if you can guess the band. Right, said Fred. Oh, interesting you said that. No, not right, said Fred, although... Hmm. I think Right Side Fred was just two guys. This is a quartet of uh, two women and two guys. Um, Abba? 
and they were men at work. I, don't, I can't think of Australian. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, I threw you off with the Australian. Oh. It was just that was where it, it charted at oh. number one. Oh, okay. Uh, no, this is a U.S. band out of uh, Athens, Georgia. Boy, they were known for another insect feature. Their the women had the beehive hairdos. B fifty twos. The B fifty twos. The fifth song off of that album in nineteen ninety. Can you name the album? No. Cosmic thing mm. is a critter that people are going to start seeing now if they haven't already. Mayflies. Ah. I've seen mayflies. No, oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. no, no that's I, not what you're talking. No, no, no. About. This is a pest of. Uh, oh, it's a pest. It's a uh, although some might consider mayflies uh, pest. Uh, this is a pest, uh, most notably of turf, and um, you know grass areas. Um, the adults show up. They're super creepy. Uh, they hang on your. Uh, that's my technical term for them. They're super creepy. They gather on your uh, windscreens and your screen door, and kids and of all ages kind of creep out by them because they just hang there, especially at night when you have the light on and things are flying around. They just, and, and they're kind of we're not jelly. I have no idea what you're talking about. June bug. Oh, creepy. Yeah. yeah. Although the B fifty two song. What do you mean they're not June a pest? Bug. Are they? Well, the grubs are. So uh, European chafer. Yeah. Is a is considered a June bug. To be real technical here, June bugs are scarabs. Yeah. Um, and the subfamily Melanothonia and genus Polyphagia. And they're the ones that we always think of, little brown, kind of oval guy, scarab. Uh, I, they're creepy. They hang on the windscreens. You were totally giving me a lot of, of uh, misleading clues. Oh, was I? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I just mean, thought you. Were I was thinking, trying to think of Australian Australian quartets and creepy. I don't know. Well, but the song June Bug. Do yourself a favor later. You know, don't do it right now. Um, get your hands away from the keyboard, Aaron. I mm. told you not right now. Uh, uh, Google it. Listen, it's, it's an upbeat little number. Okay. Uh, very positive. June Bug. It's starting to change my impression of the Of the B-52s? No, I, oh, I, I've always the creepy felt the June same bug. way about the B-52s. They're a delightful band. Um, but anyway, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I've, I've started to see June Bug activity. I think, you know, it's a little bit of a misnomer. The adults... Um, depending upon soil temperature and geographic location, are active well before June, um, at least in this part of the world in further south. But they are one that is starting to be active, and I wanted to tie that into our fun insect trivia. Mm, okay. You know, um, not to take this on too much further, but there are several... Too late. What's that? <laughs> too late. Too late. <laughs> There's several, several notable... June bugs or members of the genus Polyophagia. Uh, one of them is I didn't I, when I was doing this I didn't know this one by common name or scientific name, but I've seen them typically in students' collections, and they, they're the most exotic-looking beetle that they might have. Like the thirteen-lined. Ah, no, not the thirteen-lined. The mm. um, although that one is too um, the fig eater. Mm, I don't know that one offhand. Cotinus mutabilis. It's Fairly large. I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, for our listener, uh, I'm more than my two inches. Up. Yeah, um, green. It's got kind of a gold uh, outline on the mm-hmm. outer edge of the elytra. Um, I've seen it occasionally, and I was like, wow, that is really a gorgeous looking beetle. Um, but it's limited to southeast Texas. 
based on its distribution, probably needs a little bit warmer climate than what we have, but occasionally some survive up here. Uh, did not know that that was a June bug. Did not know that it was in the genus Polyphagia. Although it's fairly, has a, that species, fig eaters, are, um, they eat more than figs, um, but they're not as prolific as, say, European shaper, which is the invasive that June bug that shows up in everybody's yards. Hmm. Yeah, all right, well, that was... An attempt at trivia. Sorry, I think that I was pretty fit. Off. It was maybe a vague fit. But a little vague. All right, I'll work on that. Strong fit. Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason why it was the fifth track on the album and not the first. I mean, it wasn't their <laughs> shot to stardom right. like Love Shack. Was. Well, it's hard to beat that. <sighs> Tin roof. Rusted. Yep. Well, anything else to talk about? Well, we ha- we mentioned it last time, but I just wanted to bring it up again for those in central Iowa that have kids, or even if you don't have kids, if you're interested in doing some hands-on. Don't need to be a kid to do hands-on yeah. crafts. Yeah, crafts, activities, uh, just some learning. Honey tasting. Yeah. Come to Pollinator Fest uh, June 23rd at Ryman Gardens, just on the south side of the Iowa State University campus. And that's from 10 to 2. Yep. Um, should be a beautiful time. We had... A thousand people last time. Yep. And if you're a Boy Scout, this is a chance to explore some badge opportunities. Um, there'll be activities related to... If you're a scout. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You don't have to be a boy to be a scout. That's right. Anymore. Uh, well, with that, should we wrap up? I think so. Okay. So where to find us? Hey, you can Google us at Soybean Etymology. You can find Erin on Twitter where she sends out the tweets, at Aaron W. Hodson. Of course, you could always email us. Yeah. O-N-E-A-L, like Shaquille, O-N-E-A-L at isda.edu, or Aaron at E-W-H at isda.edu. Subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and or Pocket Cast. And with that, we cue the outro music, and we say, see us next week. Right? See ya. See ya.